Let's go. It's your first show. Dreams are more real than our reality sometimes. I'm sitting on my couch in Santa Monica. I'm retired from the music industry. I'm living with roommates. I did not know if I'd ever make money again. You have to have a delusional relationship with your dreams. They call you crazy because they can't see what you see. Nike called me. What transpired from that was the biggest Nike commercial of all time. Stock price went up six billion and they named the film after me. My TikTok has seven million followers and it's all like kids who just love positive stuff. I'm like, there's a market for this. Let's take this to the biggest stage in the world. In my life, bigger has always been easier. I don't have to do it all by myself. It's actually better if we form a network. It's actually better if we do bigger missions that attract bigger people and we have just bigger ideas. Welcome to the show, Charlie Rocket. What's up, baby? I couldn't wait for this episode, man. Thank you for coming down and hanging out with me and helping to inspire and educate all the people about entrepreneurship and what makes Charlie Rocket, Charlie Rocket. Come on, baby. Let's have the best episode we've ever done. Let's go, baby. Yes. Anyone who hasn't had the opportunity to hear you speak, you need to go to YouTube right now and find it. You need to go and listen to Charlie when he's at his next event. There is no one who moves a room like Charlie Rocket. Appreciate it, my brother. So before we get into the business side, because we're going to, I want to tell you my favorite. I want to dig into and hear from you because my favorite Charlie Rocket story okay. is the Nike commercial. Oh, yeah. And for those of you who don't know, this man right here is a Nike athlete and was on a commercial with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. How in the world did that come to be? So, like, it's crazy. Dreams dreams are more real than our reality sometimes. I would, when I was in the music business, I managed to change a bunch of rappers, very successful in that. But I got diagnosed with a brain tumor. When I got diagnosed with a brain tumor, I was looking at the end of my life. When I was looking at the end of my life, it made me ask a question of, like, was this life worth it. I made a lot of money and then like I'm going to die. And I'm like, nah, that can't be it. Like like I'm I I didn't experience my dream. Mm-hmm. I buried my dream to go into business. It's like most of us do. Like, you know, when we're kids, yeah. we have dreams. You know, and then we like do something realistic. And um and I was like, nah, like I need to go chase my dream. I told my artist I'm gonna retire. I'm gonna go be an athlete. They're like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. I'm like, I know. I was like, I got to know what it's like to be an athlete. They're like, so what are you going to run? I'm like, yeah. And like when I would close my eyes, I would see things. Like I would see visions and dreams. And like I was very blessed with a a tumor that's on my pituitary gland because like like I could literally see things. I have like visions, like the third eye. And I would see this commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams. And I saw me being like this common man, Nike athlete that like changes sport. And I'll tell this to my friends. They'll be like, bro, you're crazy. (laughs) I'm like, I know. Like everything I've done at this point in my life was pretty crazy. But like I see it and it's real. And I know it's done. Time just hasn't caught up yet. And um, immediately I like go into like action. Like, I'm not just, like, a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. But I, like, I go into action. And this is usually where it gets, like, worrisome with my friends. <laughs> like, bro, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to make a fan-made Nike commercial. Nike's going to see it. And Nike's going to sign me. I'm like, all right, I need to find a filmmaker who can make a Nike-grade commercial. And uh, Nike-grade commercials are, like, on the local agency budget like mm-hmm. sixty thousand on the big budget like two three million and um what makes a, a commercial so good and entertaining is you know the quality but also the music the scoring the storytelling the, the cameras the lenses you know the editing the color grading this you know just like all of that like the Hans Zimmer music that like you know that's why it's so expensive and I I started calling my Hollywood connects up and I'm like, I need a cameraman who could do this, 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 this. I got to make the music. And they're like, Charlie, like, that's like six different people. I'm like, 
no, somebody can do it. They're like, no, Charlie, you need to come up with about 60 grand to make this production. I'm like, no, I'll find somebody. Like, Charlie, you need to be more realistic. I'm like, never tell me to be realistic. And I'm writing in my uh, quantum possibilities notebook. I'm like, I manifest every day. And I said, today is the day I search and found my videographer slash editor is done, exclamation mark, it's easy. That's the sentence I wrote. I'm sitting on my couch in Santa Monica. Now, granted, I'm retired from the music industry. I'm living with roommates in Santa Monica. I did not know if I'd ever make money again. So I'm like conserving. I'm like, all right, let me move in with some friends. My uh, my roommate walks in the front door an hour after I write this page in my notebook. And he's not the most interesting person in the world. He's he's like an accounting for a health food company that sells goji berries to Whole Foods. And behind him walks in this camera guy holding this like full-blown steady cam rig with all the gadgets and stuff. And I'm like looking at my notebook. I just wrote that I'm going to find like a, a videographer. And my hopes aren't high because the second I talk to him, he walks in. And I said, you do videos? He's like... Yeah, man, I do videos, but nobody ever hires me. It's like very negative sounding. I'm like, oh, God, I'm like the most positive, colorful person on earth. And here's negative Nancy. And I'm like, can I see some of your work? And I pull up his his website. There's a little short film there. I'm like, did you shoot this? Yeah, I shot it. I said, did you own the equipment for every, all, all the equipment and lenses? He's like, yeah, I'm kind of like a hoarder. Like, I just like buy all this stuff. I've got lighting, steady cams, this, that, and third. I'm like, really? I said, did you edit it? Because a lot of times people who shoot don't edit. He's like, yeah, I edited it. I said, who made the music on this? Because the person who shoots never makes the music. And scoring is everything in film. He said, well, I used to be in a rock band. And uh, like, you know, like I make music and we were signed, you know, and we were on the Warp Tour. I was like, so you made the music. You made all the scoring. He's like, I made all the score. I'm like, holy shit. They told me like I would never find this person. And here he is. He walked in my front door. I was like, who did the mixing and mastering of the audio? Like, well, I have a recording studio in my bedroom. I'm like, he shoots, edits. I said, who did the color grading? He said, well, like I taught myself Da Vinci. I said, oh, my God, can I hire you? Like, I want to make a fan-made Nike commercial. I was like, look at my notebook. I would write down every day in my notebook, I'm going to be in a commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams. And this is like a selfish dream. I'm like, going to, I think I'm going to die. So it's like, I'm going after him. You still don't know that you're not going to die. Yeah, like, I'm like, like, I'm on the right path. And I'm just like only being an athlete. That's the only thing. I'm fulfilling my dream. And um, I said, I want to make a fan made Nike commercial. Nike's going to see it. Nike's going to sign me. And I'm going to be in the Nike commercials. And he's like, dude, you're crazy. I said, I know. That's that, But it's going to work. I know it is. He said, all right. I said, how much will it cost to make this? He said, 600 bucks. I was like, I know I'm skeptical. I'm like, why $600? He said, well, we need to rent a lens and I need a 10-foot PVC pipe and then like a skateboard. And we ended up making a fan-made Nike commercial. I put it out. Three days later, Nike called me. And it's just such proof for anybody who's chasing a dream. Like, you can't expect anybody to see what you see. I see it. Mm -hmm. I saw it. Nike called me. They brought me into the building. Beaverton? Beaverton, Oregon, sat me down with all the executives. They said, we're changing the direction of our company based upon your film. And uh, I created another fan-made Nike commercial called Dream Crazy. And what transpired from that film was the Colin Kaepernick commercial, which became the biggest Nike commercial of all time. It was um, stock price went up $6 billion, and they named the film after me. I was in it, and it was also with LeBron James and Serena Williams, and I have all my notebook pages to prove that every single day I would write down the thing I would see. Now, as a dreamer, you have to have a delusional relationship with your dreams. They, they, they call you crazy because they can't see what you see, but what you see is real. It's already done. If you can't see me right now, I'm covered in, in goosebumps just because you just said— when you said I was in a commercial with Serena, Serena Williams and LeBron James, the fact that you put that out there, and I knew, I knew most of this story. I didn't know the details you just shared, which is why I was so excited to ask that first, because I knew you were in the commercial because I've seen it, and I know you. 
And I know you talked about how you dreamed about it, but I didn't know you wrote about it in your journal every day. And I think it's so pivotal and so important for everyone to understand the power of seeing it here first and the mindset that you just are talking about, that delusional relationship with your dreams. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't believe it, why is the world going to believe it? And how did you keep going all the days it didn't happen yet? Mm -hmm. Not seeing how the dominoes were going to connect. I'm a delusional optimist. It's already, I truly believe everything I see is already done. Time just hasn't caught up yet. I don't truly believe in like this linear time. Time might be an illusion. Um, if, if something I see is in my mind, like it is done. And every day I wake up and people ask me, do you write the same dreams over and over in your notebook? I'm like, absolutely. I renew the lease every day. Like I drink the Kool-Aid. I drink it because I know it's real. And everything I pursue, I don't ex really expect people to understand but like just the other day at the uh, the VCon thing, people were wondering why I was passing out flyers. I said, I don't care. Like you're a speaker. Like you're one of the, out of 190 speakers, you're one of the seven people with keynotes and you're passing out flyers yourself. I said, I don't care about today. I care about when the speech happens. That thing's going to be packed. Like, like, thank me later. Like, trust me. Like, yeah, we, when you see how packed they'll be, you're not going to question what I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. I believe in the finish line and the vision I see at the finish line. And I know what the finish line looks like. So I'm willing to do the crazy steps that might be completely unconventional because I have a dream. And in order to get that dream in this three dimensional world of reality, it's like, you got to exchange energy. And for me, I'm willing to exchange terabytes. Some people might have like emailed Nike and be like, I want to be a Nike athlete. Like this is my story. That was kilobytes. I'm trying to exchange gigabytes, terabytes of energy in order to achieve the thing. And it might seem like a lot harder work, but it's a lot faster. Yeah. It's so much faster. There's so many things I'm manifesting right now. And if I ask myself, if I do something normal, it'll probably be the long road. If I do something extraordinary in a very delusional way with that extreme energy exchange, people might be like, what's he doing? Watch. Mm -hmm. So all you got to do is watch. I believe when I meet a little girl who has a rare disease and her dream is to have a cookie business, I don't believe it's far-fetched for her life to change in a week. I'm just, I just see the future so clearly, even when it's not myself. I see it for other people. And like I even see it with you in this show and what you're doing and what you're capable of. I don't see you as you are today. I only see, when I see you, I see the future of what's happening. And it's like, bro, I'm telling you, bro, you're it. Like, this is big. Like, thank you for doing it because I see it. So um, thank you. I, I recommend other people to just believe what they see. When your eyes are open and when your eyes are closed. So what do you do? Because you must have a lot of dreams. Mm -hmm. We all do in so many different areas. How do you focus those dreams to the ones you want to put more of your attention and intention to now? What's the most fun? We're living life. Mm -hmm. Like, let's have some fun. Yeah. Like, there's going to be things I want to do. Like, But, like, what's most fun right now for me? Like, I honestly would love... To have the number one TV show in the world that's bringing like positivity and dreams to the forefront. When I look at the world, I'm looking at a lot of toxicity. It works, it sells. There's also a lot of positivity. Like my TikTok has 7 million followers and it's all like kids who just love positive stuff. So I'm like, there's a market for this. Let's take this to the biggest stage in the world. So I'm like, okay, let's go fight for the number one show in the world to be the most positive dream making show in the world. Let's give people alternative. I love that like business shows exist. I think there needs to be more of that because so many of these kids today, like the next generations, like they want to be business owners. They're dreamers. You know, the, the, the dream of getting a job is not a dream. That was a long time ago. But now people want to build stuff, so they need people like you. They need people like me. But, it, like, they need it in a positive, not toxic way. So it's like you got, you know, Marcus Lemonis was like 1.0. Shark Tank was 2.0. Let's make 
Mm-hmm. Like, let's go out here and show the process of like building these businesses, but like for people who are really in need. That's great. So take me back to the entertainment days. How did you break into such a hard industry mm. in such a big way? Mm. So I remember, man, like uh, somebody asked me the other day, they said, like, how do you identify your dream? And I was like, when something lights your soul on fire and it's like the, the smallest thing, it doesn't have to be a big thing to light your soul on fire. I'm in high school and there were these kids wearing like these jackets, these like club jackets with this embroidery on the back and they were all wearing the same ones and they were in a rap group. And I just thought that was the coolest shit on fucking planet <laughs> Earth. I'm sorry for cussing. I thought it was good. so cool. I was like, man, this hip hop thing is awesome. And it was that. I was like, I want to be in the music business. I want to be in the hip-hop business. I think that these guys who are in this rap group are so cool. I was like, how could I be of service to that? And I built a hip-hop website called spitchogame.com. It was like SoundCloud before SoundCloud. It was a streaming. It was like mm-hmm. a streaming platform. Like, And I was utilizing it for MySpace because MySpace would only let you upload eight songs if you're an artist. They didn't want the server problems. <laughs> I was like, I know artists with 50 songs. I'm going to make it unlimited. Like, it would be like SoundCloud. Like, you could upload as many songs, and there would a player that you can embed on your MySpace page. So I created this website, and then it turned into, like, a media outlet. So it was, like, streaming service and media outlet to where I asked my mom for a camcorder for Christmas, and I started filming interviews and videos. And, like, I was building this culture in Atlanta, and Atlanta now is, like, the hip-hop capital of the world. So I was just at the forefront of, like, this, like, viral era of hip-hop. And it's time for me to graduate high school. I'm not really making money. My website's massive, but I didn't know how to make money. It cost me money. My service costs $2,000 a month, but I'm not, like, in Silicon Valley. I'm in Atlanta. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't like what is venture capital like that word never entered my mind I'm just like I got to make enough money to pay my server every month and um I got to go to college because my mom said if I don't go to college I got to pay rent <laughs> so it's That's like the reason to go to school I'm like all right let me go buy time so I'm, <laughs> so I'm in school and I'm not good at it I'm I'm, I'm running a massive website with a hip hop artist and it's really freaking cool I'm not I'm not worried about my school too much and then one day my phone rings and it's Interscope Records. He said, we just signed this artist. And he wants you to be his cameraman. I said, who's the artist? He said, Soldier Boy. I said, what's going on? He's like, he's going on a world tour. We just signed him. He wants you to do all his filmmaking. And like we invented the vlog, basically. Like no artist had a cameraman back then. Uh, we're filming on tape. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. even like digital yet. Um this is 2007. Put it in perspective, I'm 35. I was 18 at the time. Um, and I, I I told Interscope, I was like, I got to ask my mom if I could drop out. <laughs> He's like, hold on, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 18. He's like, all right, call, go ask your mom and call me back. So I, I, my mom gave me a blessing. I ended up on tour with Soldier Boy. And it was like, I got to see what was possible from a human. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to see, like, quantum leaps and, like, like linear uh, exponential only existed because our very first show was in Montgomery, Alabama. We're in a gray minivan pulling up and three months later, number one song in the world, crank that soldier boy. We're performing with Kanye West at the VMAs. Like it's just like nuts. Like I got to like be exposed to possibilities and then I got fired. Um, Why'd you get fired? I wasn't a good employee. Which I was super grateful. Like, I'm a delusional optimist. I thought getting fired was the best thing. Because I told my mom, she's like, why are you so happy about this? I'm like, cameraman's the least paid person. Manager's the highest paid person. If I never got fired, like, I'd still be the cameraman. I want to be the manager. So I went and signed this girl group, got him a record deal, and um, they fired me. (laughs) Because I wasn't. Of servitude, I, I'm now at like this, like bumping my head portion of my life of like being like a young, arrogant, like businessman, mm-hmm. and then like I went to get advice from like this old wise man named Bill Cook, and we're sitting on his horse farm on a freaking bucket in mud, and I'm like, why do I keep getting fired? He's like, you think this is about you? He's like, 
how many times have you asked your artist what their dream is and then like made them feel like you care about their dream? He said, you do that, you'll never get fired again. I said, but I'm the manager. Like they like signed to me. He's like, no, the manager works for the artist. No, no, they're signed to me, Charlie. If you make somebody else's dream come true, you'll have everything you want. I think you said something similar out in the lobby. Yeah. You, I was like, okay, so I need to like change myself. As an entrepreneur, I know how meaningful it is to invest in the people and causes that are close to me. And on GoFundMe, it's easy, safe, and powerful to do just that. Whether you're supporting a family member, friend, local business, or charity. And whenever you make a donation, you're protected by the GoFundMe giving guarantee. Visit GoFundMe.com today to help make a positive difference in your community. Hey, fitness fans, ready to crush your fitness goals? Make your move to EOS Fitness, where becoming a member starts at just $9.99 a month. Gyms are open 24-7 and packed with the latest gym equipment to keep your workouts fresh. What are you waiting for? Give them a call, drop by, or hit up jefffenster.com forward slash EOS to join. EOS Fitness, better gym, better price. Now, let's get after those goals. I signed this group called Travis Porter. I was completely of servitude. I made them feel like I cared about their vision every day, and I listened, and I saw it through, and we, we, we took off. And I was doing crazy things. Like, I literally... This is when I like tuned into like doing crazy things to get into business. I had no money. I'm living in my mom's basement. And I would like, I remember my business partner called me one day. He said, Charlie, where are you? It's like, I'm driving. He's like, where? Jackson, Mississippi. He said, why? I said, I'm going to go meet with the radio station. He said, do you know the radio station? I said, no, but I'm about to go meet him. He's like, how? I was like, I'm going to knock on the door. He's like, I don't know if that's going to work. I'm like, listen, I'm going to drive from every radio station from Jackson, Mississippi to Washington, D.C. over the next like three or four weeks. And I'm going to know everybody by the time I'm back. And I'm going to get our song on the radio. He's like, Charlie, you're crazy. I'm like, I know. Like, <laughs> but this is like, this is my version of that energy exchange. Yes. Like, I'm ignorant. That is unbelievable as a 19-year-old manager. Like, I'm going to go knock on their door. And then I just started reverse engineering how to get successful. Mm -hmm. And I would learn things like, okay, you got a mix show DJ. Mix show DJ plays the 6 o'clock hour. Doesn't play a full song. He's doing the mix show. It's like a mix. But he's in the club at nighttime. And the radio station does a live feed from the club. But then, okay, so this guy's important. So how do I get him to be influenced? And now I'm becoming like a professor of the jungle. I'm noting, I'm noticing the science of every hill, every tree. I know everything on how this works. So I would send girls to the club to go to the DJ booth and request a song. If enough requests, he'll play it. And then that's happening over and over. I'll be standing outside the club passing out CDs every single night. Because if I can influence this DJ, DJ Bill Black in Atlanta, Georgia, for example, if I can get the girls in the club to influence him, he can influence this gentleman named Hurricane Dave, who's the program director of the radio station. And they do a mix show meeting once a week on which songs they're going to add to the mix show. You have to be on the list. Usually, it's reserved for record labels who have lots of money. For me, I ain't got no money. I got to get on that list. So I need Bill Black. So I got girls to Bill Black. Bill Black now goes talks to Hurricane Dave. Hurricane Dave, who runs the most influential radio station in the world. Because Atlanta, Radio 1, Hot 107.9 station, they do a monthly call with all the urban Radio 1 stations in the country. And they add whatever Atlanta says is hot. So this is the one pin that knocks down all the other pins. Smart. So now it's, it's me passing out CDs, people in the club requesting it, Bill Black taking it to Hurricane Dave, Hurricane Dave taking it to all the other stations. I haven't spent a penny. But every single night when Bill Black walks out of that club, I'm standing there. With CDs. 
with CDs. And the DJ is always the last person to leave. There was one time, and I kept doing this throughout my career. I had uh, I had just signed 2 Chains, and at the time I had the number two song in the country with Travis Porter. It was a song called Hey Ladies. Okay, now ladies. Yeah. Big song. This one DJ, he said, Charlie, you're the manager. You got the number two song in the country. Why are you passing out CDs still? I said, it's what got me in the game. Why would I ever stop doing the thing that worked? I'm running the play. Mm-hmm. I just signed a new artist. Why would I change my formula? It works. I don't care that I'm the manager. I don't need to be in the mahogany row with my foot on a desk looking important. I'm trying to win. I just signed a new artist, and I'm running the play. Mm-hmm. It's guaranteed to work. And I actually enjoy doing really bold things. Once again, I'm trying to exchange terabytes worth of energy. Could there be a more effective strategy? Absolutely. I'm not looking for effective I'm not looking for the most efficient way to become successful. I am trying to make a lasting impact that I know is guaranteed to work. Yep. It's not an experiment. So I'm going to pass out that CD every goddamn night at 4 a.m. In the cold. It gets cold in Atlanta. I'm freezing. And they're like, why don't you have a street team do it? I was like, if I'm not there with the street team, those CDs end up in their trunk. It's true. And you never know what got done. So in the passion, the that passion. opportunity for them to see you, the leader leading mm-hmm. from the front. That's right. So that's how I got in the game. That is, I, there's so much there. I mean, I could spend the next hour just diving into all of those pieces, but that's not the end for Charlie rocket. And mm-hmm. I want to make sure we hit it all today because I'm excited to have you here, man. Thank you, man. Blessing us with you, with your time and energy. And I want you to transfer some of that energy to me in the group. Yeah. Because after that, mm-hmm. obviously we know why you, you moved on from all of them. Then we did the Nike commercials. Mm-hmm. But now we're doing something that's revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Those two things were awesome. They're definitely uh, bucket list items. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will say, hey, you know, you got to represent some of the biggest artists in the world. You got to be on a Nike commercial. I mean, put your feet up, man. You, you lived the life. But no, what you're doing now is you're helping inspire millions and billions of people because you're helping them achieve their dreams. Mm-hmm. You have the coolest name of a company ever, the Dream Factory. Thank you. What was the impetus for it? What was the inspiration for it? I got to watch that commercial on the Super Bowl, sitting there watching the Super Bowl, and little (laughs) eight-year-old fat Charlie wanted to be an athlete, and there I am (laughs) watching the Super Bowl, and I got to win an Emmy for this commercial. I was like, what else is there to do? I feel like... I feel like that's the last level of the video game. I know how to make money. I pulled off an impossible miracle. My dream came true. I was on the cover of Runner's World magazine. I'm like literally walking in the airport, and there I am, athlete Charlie. It's chubby. Athlete <laughs> Charlie, like not six-pack. And I'm just like the common man is an athlete. I was like, well, what else is there to do? I was like, I was actually walking around a labyrinth in Sedona. Um, you know what a labyrinth is? I do. And I'm like, just like talking to God. And I'm like, God, you've done so much for me. What can I do for you? He said, go make dreams come true. And that's where it started. And I've made 1,500 dreams come true so far. And I feel like I'm just warming up. You are just warming up. We have the dream machine. We tour across the country. We have a foundation that is like, the cleanest foundation on planet earth. And it's just like we help people and show up every, I do a hundred hours a week and I don't make no money. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe in getting these people out of dark places. Cause I was in a dark place. I was very fortunate that I had my money from the music industry. So I could go chase my dream. What about the people that don't have the music industry money? It got dreams, too. The family, the kid, you know, who's got diagnosed with cancer and all parents have to quit their jobs. A kid has a dream. It's like, who's who's there for them? They start their little GoFundMe and, like, they're, like, 20 family members donated. What are they going to do? Yeah. I'm 
I can't help everybody, but I can help one person at a time. I'm showing up in my bus, and we, we, let's get started. We got we got to make this dream come true, whether it's a, a financial dream or it's a, a dream dream. You know, it's like we got there's plenty. There's people who need help, and they need help now. And this is what I'll do for the rest of my life. And I'm trying to create bigger movements, bigger platforms, bigger back ends. I need I need. I need all the successful people to join me. Mm-hmm. It's like, come get on the ground with me. This is fun. This is the most fun I've ever had in my life. I mean, it's also something that I think all of us want to be a part of. The first day we met, I think I told you, I'm in. I want to be part of that. I want to help you. I want to be part of this thing. Man, I want to change a lot of lives with you because they need mentors like you. All those kids we're helping, all those kids, they need to be listening to the show. They need to come down here and learn. They need to hear you speak. They need people like us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we got to do it. It's our responsibility. We are in a very fortunate position. So what is stopping currently? What is stopping the Dream Factory from just being in every major city in the, in the world? Honestly, me thinking bigger. I haven't thought big enough. I have been frustrated with myself over the past year because... As you run a business, foundation is a very hard business to run. You 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 bring in money and you give away 80% of it. So mm-hmm. it's always like, a, you know, 10 steps forward, 8 steps back. So scaling it is difficult. So now I'm like, what's the biggest things we can do? Like, let me think bigger because in my life, bigger has always been easier. So let me go partner I don't have to do it all by myself. It's actually better if we form a network. It's actually better if we do bigger missions that attract bigger people and we have just bigger ideas. Mm -hmm. So I'm five years in, but now it's time to think bigger. This platform that we're going to create by having the number one TV show in the world, making dreams come true. When I, that little girl whose cookie business we made, when she's on a television show, and then we, I call you up. I'm like, Jeff, I got this little girl. She wants to have a cookie business. We just built her business. She did 500000 in sales in a week. Jeff, how do we get, how do we get um, Albertsons? How do we get Target? Let's help her build this business to where she could sell it for $50 million. And then she's able to help every little kid who has her rare disease. Mm -hmm. When I say I haven't thought big enough, it's because I stopped at 500,000. That little girl should have had a business that was 50 million. It should compete with the biggest cookie companies in the world. It should be in every store because it's cookies that are changing lives. That's right. It's story driven. Every single person we helped, there was this kid named Matthew that we helped. He has cerebral palsy. He, uh, he, he he wanted to walk. He wants to walk. That's his dream. I want, he wants to walk. I said, what's holding you back from that? He said, well, therapy is very expensive and my parents are poor. Like, we just, I, I can't even practice walking in my neighborhood in East L.A. because it's too dangerous. So I was like, okay, well, what would you do to make a whole lot of money? Because I believe business has always been the way to change lives in a, in a massive way. He said, well, I want to have a clothing line like Nipsey Hustle." I said, okay. I pulled out some sheets of paper. I said, start drawing. I'm like, I'm serious. Like, we go, <laughs> that's his dream. We got, we got to go. Like, it's time. Yes. He starts drawing, and it's like imperfect because he has cerebral palsy. I was like, this is perfect. This is the best thing ever. Like, your imperfections are perfect. We roll out his clothing line, and on launch night, he did $350,000 in sales. Wow. But see, that's big, but I haven't been thinking big enough. That needs to be in Urban Outfitters. It needs to be in Target. It needs to be helping every little kid who has cerebral palsy get the training and the, the therapy that they need so they can walk too. I'm not thinking big enough. It's time to go bigger. That's when that's my answer to your question. You said, why isn't it big enough? Why isn't it bigger? Because I'm not thinking big enough and everything I do from here on out, bigger. That's it. Bigger. More impact. I call it ROI. 
return on impact. Impact is the way. Yes. Businesses need to impact more. And I know if his clothes were in Target and that impact story, it could help so many more people. Absolutely. Those cookies can help so many more people. That's what I want to do. But I need help with it. I, I'm not. I'm not the smartest person. I try the hardest, but I got a lot to learn. I could learn from you. I could learn from your friends. I want to learn how to take this bigger because I am ready. You, you also got me fired up. Let's go. It's time. It, time's now. The time time. Yes. How do we help? How do I help you? Shoot. Let's dive in on helping people right now. I'm in. We need, we need bigger funding. We need more resources for when we help these dreamers. Let's build these businesses. Let's, let's get distribution. You have ideas, relationships, your mind, your vertical integration. You're so fucking freaking smart. Like all your, your brain is the greatest gift, but your resources, also money helps people. Just, it just, it it's an energy it exchange. So it's like all those things all across the board, man. I want you on the front lines with me when you have time. I, you have my time. Told you that first time we met. My man. Didn't I? I appreciate it. Well, I think you also have a handful of other businesses. And you have been successful at everything because you dream big. You have a delusional connection with your dreams. What would you say are the non-negotiables for Charlie that keep you being successful? The non-negotiables for keeping me successful are... I don't listen to uh, any any really criticism. I, I hear, but I don't I don't I, I don't ever blame somebody for not understanding me. I don't I don't argue with them. My non-negotiable is if I see something, I'm going to do it. You know, I'll bump my head, I'll make mistakes. You know, uh, you know, it is what it is. But my biggest non-negotiable is, I'm going to do it. I'm actually going to believe. It's going to be easy. Reality is, all this shit's hard to do. Mm -hmm. But if I was in high school, what class do I want to go to? The one that was hard or the one that was easy? I want to go to the one that's easy. And the reality is, what defines easy? If you were three years old and I would ask you to tie your shoe, you'd be like, it's hard. But then once you know how to do it, you'd say, it's easy. So hard and easy, it's just really a matter of do I know how to do it? It's like three times two at one point was a very hard concept to you. But now you would say it's an easy concept. So what is hard and what is easy? It's just knowing how to do it. Once you do it, it's easy. So why not just go ahead and believe it's easy now because you know it will be easy. So I'm just tuned to the frequency of it's easy. I believe everything is easy. Why did the Nike thing get done? Because I believed it would be easy. What were my words? I'm going to make a family Nike commercial. Nike's going to see it. They're going to want to sign me and I'm going to be in a commercial. I, it was in my brain. It was easy. That's why I did it. If I thought it would be hard, you wouldn't have done I would have never even tried. So if I am a delusional optimist with like, oh, no, this is going to work every time. And when it doesn't, oh, no, this is going to work. Like even when things go wrong in my life, oh, this is the best thing ever happened. Like, I got fired from social media. Great. I'm on a winning streak. Like, I literally live by this, like, winning streak thing. I have the tattoo on my wrist in white ink. It's winning streak. And it's like, there was a point in my life where I was losing, and I got tired of losing. So I just decided to see the wins. Yeah. Let me say that again. I was losing, so I decided to see the wins. Because the fact is, Every one of our lives, we got things going right and wrong. Uh, the way we're designed as humans or like we're like survival based. Like we have to look for things that are going wrong in order to survive. I have to, like if I'm driving, just driving down the street, there's a wreck on this side of the road, and a sunset on this side of the road. Like I'm designed to look at the thing that could be like, you know, extreme. The sunset, yeah, it could wait. This the extreme thing, I literally can't not look at it. <laughs> But that's the way we're designed. So, like, I decided to switch that. And I wanted to see all the things that were going good. And it was just like a muscle. And it was like, all right, green light. I'm on a winning streak. Mm -hmm. Good parking spot. I'm on a winning streak. I got to wake up this morning. I'm on a winning streak. Like, my skin doesn't have any pimples on it. 
Like, I'm on a winning streak. Like, all these things. And if you just decide to see the wins, you'll start feeling like a winner. And winners attract more wins. That's true. It's just a thing. You ever been to Vegas with somebody who's losing on the slot machines? Somebody they who's winning? Keep losing. They win- losers keep losing. Winners keep winning. And the winners actually attract all this energy that is then like magnified into more wins. They're like, it's going again. Ah! <laughs> winners just become extremely attractive. Yes. Uh, not just like physically, but like energetically. And not just energetically, but like law of attraction. Like, but negativity is attractive too, like to negative things. Well, it's all perspective, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you can look at, there was a, there's an old, I used to play poker for a living in law school and there was a famous (laughs) saying, why do the pushing when the donkey will do the pulling? Mm. If you try to push a donkey into a, into a truck, it's going to pull the other way. Mm -hmm. So the trick is you turn the donkey around and you try to pull the donkey away from the truck and it's going to back itself in. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's all perspective. If, to your point, if you're losing, but you start to look at the wins in it, mm-hmm. or if you're f- trying to go into the into a strong breeze and you're and you can't move because the wind is so strong, mm-hmm. maybe turn the other direction. Mm-hmm. And now you got the wind at your back. That perspective is attractive. It does change everything. Mm-hmm. Winning attracts more winning. Mm-hmm. Losing attracts more losing. Winners win. Losers lose. Mm-hmm. Positivity reaps more. Po- I mean, go around anyone negative for two minutes if you're a positive human, and you can't run fast enough to get away. Hey, everybody. Looking for great insights? Entrepreneur.com's podcast network is the place for you. Check out podcasts like Problem Solvers and Smart Passive Income for smart advice. Hear true stories on how success happens, financial updates on dirty money, deep dives with behind the review, and food trends on restaurant influencers. And don't miss my new show. It's all at entrepreneur.com forward slash listen. Let's start our success journey today. Hey there, it's your host, Jeff Fenster, and I have something very exciting to share with you today. You know, here on The Jeff Fenster Show, we're all about growth, both personally and professionally. Speaking of growth, have you ever heard of Everbull? As the proud founder of Everbull, I can tell you firsthand that we're on a mission to help everyone unevolve, to live actively and eat stuff that's been around forever. Imagine stepping back into a world where everything you eat is fresh, nourishing, and packed with nutrients. At Everbowl, we've got you covered with our wide range of superfood bowls. But it's not just about the food. It's about a community of like-minded individuals who are determined to embrace a vibrant, fulfilling lifestyle. Join us on this journey as we redefine what it means to be healthy and active. So if you're ready to unevolve and be the best version of yourself, head over to everbowl.com and check out our menu. And you know how you ruin someone whose negative's day? Be positive. Mm -hmm. They can't stand it either. So I love that that's what you use because one could argue all the things that you have, all the positive things that have happened in your life are incredible, but you've overcome so many scary, I mean, a brain tumor. The fact that you can look at that and you said it earlier, I didn't mention it when you said it, but it hasn't left my brain. You said I was blessed to have a brain tumor because it lets me see visions. Mm -hmm. The fact that you can say that if I had a brain tumor and I'm just, I've never been told I have a brain tumor. I can't imagine me saying I'm blessed to have a brain tumor. The fact that you have that perspective, that is a gift, Charlie Rocket. Thank you, brother. That is a gift that you need to instill in as many human beings as you possibly can. And your mission is enormous. I mean, if I remember correctly, you want to make one million dreams come true? By the time I'm off this earth. One million yeah. dreams come true. You're at 1,500. It's going to need to be an exponential thing, but I'm going to have to birth a lot of dream makers. Yes. But I can do it. Well, you're going to attract a lot of dream makers. That's right. You're going to keep building that sphere. It's going to be that that snowball effect rolling down a hill. That's right. And the more dream factories we can have, the more people who get behind your mission and can see, eventually see your delusional dreams. Because as people's dreams come true, you've enabled and empowered them to understand and believe that more dreams can come true. That's right. Because that's the one thing you haven't mentioned, which I know you believe, which is when that little girl who sells a half a million dollars worth of cookies sees that that happens, you just created something for her that she never thought was possible. That's right. You just made it all possible. Yep. I did it before. Why can't I do it again? Yep. So what is the next step for Charlie Rocket in addition to the big TV show, which we touched on, and you're going to have be easy. the biggest 
TV show in the world helping people's dreams come true. Absolutely. Walk me through what else is happening with that. I mean, it'd be really fun to lose some weight again. I've gained weight, and it's like very, very challenging for me. Um, I'm very open about my journey. I was like, you can't hide weight gain. Like, I struggle with this shit. Like, I lost 130 pounds when I walked away from my businesses. As an athlete, I have nothing to do but exercise. But then when I became extremely passionate about making dreams come true, which is very similar to what I did in the music industry because it was my job to make my artist's dreams come true. So when you're passionate about servitude, uh, you, you'll, you'll put a lot of things before yourself. And what I've uh, discovered is, for me, my stress levels prevent weight loss. Um, it is, uh, it's just a, a very difficult conundrum, I guess, when you have a brain tumor that's on your pituitary gland and your hormones and just like the lifestyle I live. You were talking about it earlier in the lobby with on the plane, the sleep, the stress, the, you know, like it takes a toll. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm on a mission to learn for the very first time how to run a business and become a great, great, healthy, just vibrating athlete at the same time. I haven't figured it out. But when I do, I know I'll be able to teach a lot of other business people like what non-negotiables I had to create for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, what was my thought process? How did I have to change my relationship with business? How did I have to change my environment with business? How did I have to change my decisions on what money I want to make and what money I don't want to make? You know, because... You know, like right now, the way I make money is through speaking. So it's like that's very taxing on the body. You know, do I say no to some speeches to focus on my health or, you know, so it's a lot of just moving pieces. Do I say no to a little girl, you know, who needs help, you know, and focus on myself? So that's why it's like, okay, let me design this thing to where, okay, let me be able to not have to only it only rely upon me. Let me make this thing bigger than me to where it's like, Jeff, I got a little girl. She wants to have a cupcake business. I know you know something about these uh, (laughs) food businesses. (laughs) She wants to have a cupcake business. Can you do this one? Can Mm -hmm. Can you make this dream come true? And then we rally and it's, it's the next version of what we're creating. So, um, health is my next big mission along with building the foundation and the mission to a, a grandioso level. And um, I would love to create a shoe with Nike called the Dream Runner that kicks off and supports the foundation and makes dreams come true, a shoe that makes dreams come true. I'd love to make the biggest running shoe in the history of Nike. Currently, it's the Pegasus, best-selling Nike shoe other than the uh, Air Force One. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dream Runner should be number one. Will be. Number it one. should be and will be. It's already done. Time has not caught up yet. Nike does not know that this is a dream of mine. Mm-hmm. But uh, it'd be nice if, let's say I lost a whole bunch of weight. We create the dream runner. It's a very inspiring shoe. And then it's making dreams come true. And uh, we, uh, yeah, it would also be fun. It would also be fun to have a drink with Starbucks. That kicks off the dream, the dreamity drinkity mm-hmm. that kicks off the charity as well. I like like impact driven things. So it's like if I could go to like Apple, if I can go to Starbucks and Nike and just create impact driven like products or just like, you know, something that exists within yes. their business that makes dreams come true. That's how I can get to the million. You will get to the million. Mm-hmm. So I have one one thing on that. You mentioned goal would be to lose weight and health. But is it? In one of you, would you classify it as one of your dreams? Absolutely. And so you're going it, to do it. It's 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 the it's the selfish dream that is hard to put first. Because I know if I walked away from everything I was doing, I could lose weight. I go on vacation for three weeks. Um, about a month ago, I lost like fifteen twenty pounds. Cortisol is mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. I'm just relaxed. My body just like the before and after pictures are nuts. Most people go on vacation and gain weight. I lose so much weight when I'm not running a business. But I, I really do. Want, it is a dream to learn how to be healthy and run a business because I wouldn't be happy without both. If you don't, if you aren't your best self for you and you aren't your healthiest version of you, you won't hit a million dreams because... Mm. 
when you're not being the best version of you and healthy, you have to deal with all those issues. Yep. So as your buddy, we need you best. That's right. We need you to be the best you. I'll tell you some advice a friend of mine gave, and I almost took it. He said, Charlie, you just need to take the rest of the year off. You just need to go fully recharge yourself and just heal and just, and part of me was like, I know you're right. And then the other part of me is like, hell Mm -hmm. no, I can't delay finding the answer because I'll never find the answer if I run away. Well, and you're not going to learn the problems that created the issue today will come back when you start again. Mm-hmm. If you don't learn how to keep your weight down and be the healthiest version of you while running your businesses, mm-hmm. then you have to make a choice, run businesses or don't. Otherwise, you'll be back in the same position in three years, five years, eight years, whatever. That's right. So to your point, you can't run away. Not running away. And Never. I don't know Charlie Rocket to run away. Ah. I don't know that side of you. I don't no. think that exists. No, because I believe too much in what's possible. Yes. That being said, Dude, this has been amazing. It's been a great episode, man. And we're not done. I mean, the, the episode might end, but me and you got some big things we're working on. We were talking about beforehand, and gonna make some dreams come we're true, make baby. Lots of dreams come true. I need you. I am all in. You heard it right here. I told you twice. The last two times we hung out, I'm gonna tell you now on air, so it's recorded in history. You can count on me for whatever you need because your mission is something that is inspiring to me. I want to be a part of it, whatever I can do to help. Yes, sir. However, I can help make any anybody's dreams come true. Yes, sir. I'm on that I'm on that page with you. All right. I need you on the battlefield, the army of yes. love. We I'm need one, a good Count soldier. me one of your troops. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. Let's go. The Jeff is the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you're looking to level up your relationship capital game, then take a minute and text the word Jeff to 33777 for a free copy of my Network to Millions playbook. The link will also be provided in the show notes below. See you guys next time.